Hey guys, welcome back to Roll With It. I'm Petra Petty, your host. And for today's episode, this week's episode, I'm going to give a trigger warning of abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. Uh, yeah, so if any of those trigger you, I'll, I'll talk to you next week for another episode, but yeah, um, today I'm going to talk about my abuse story, um, yeah, so I mentioned before that I am adopted, um, I was adopted when I was five, but I've been with my family since I was like two weeks old. And it was a long battle to get me adopted. So we're just going to go through that and kind of go through my early life. So, I was born July 9, 2005. And I was supposed to be born sometime in August. And obviously, a month early is a... Long stretch of time, I had a stroke in the womb because my birth mother um, was addicted to drugs, so I was born addicted, and um, uh, yeah, so that was a great start to my life. Um, I don't really know much about like what happened in the hospital, but I was only in the NICU for two weeks, which is a blessing because that doesn't happen very often so my parent my birth parents did not sign their rights away I I'm not sure but I think my birth mother wanted to and my birth father didn't want to but I'm not sure on that that's just what I remember hearing but I don't know um, and all of this is from my perspective, so, like, and I was very young, so some information may be jumbled up and stuff, but, yeah. So, um, the foster system in America sucks. Like, it absolutely sucks. Court sucks. Like, it just all sucks. And I was forced to go on visits every weekend. And I'm pretty sure at first it was, um, like, supervised visits, which was fine. And I liked my visits because I got to see my sister in England every week my little sister who is 12 months and a few days like younger than I am so like the way the family dynamics go is that my birth mother had um twins 11 months before me and then had me and then 12 months later had English so we're all very close in age and the twins went to go, went to my grandparents, my maternal grandparents, so, yeah, 
Anyway, okay. So, let me see where I want to start. Going on visits was fine. It was okay. It wasn't, like, my favorite time. But then the court decided that it would be beneficial for me if I, like, started staying overnight there. Like, I think I went Fridays after preschool. Um, I'm pretty sure. And so... Yeah, I would not too happy about that. I would yell, scream, kick. I don't want to say bite, but probably bite. I tried to bite. I, I would do anything to not go because I was scared of going, which children shouldn't be scared to go visit their parents, but I was. Um, but... I did like to see my sister, um, yeah. So, okay, I'm just gonna go from the first time I remember, or I'm just gonna say a few stories, and this is in no way in chronological order, because, again, I was, like, three and four, so, like, I have, I don't know when these things took place, but they did happen. Okay, so the first, like, mini incident was that my birth father was always um, insecure about my disability, and he didn't like that I was disabled, so he would make me walk down the stairs, and if I didn't if I like fell because I can't walk because I had cerebral palsy he would pinch my ear which like (laughs) what okay I I can't wrap my mind around um it makes no sense to me like it got to the point that one time that um my birth mother I think what the one of them was holding, like, a milk jug and, like, having me walk across the kitchen. And I did it without falling. And I got such high praise from that that, like, I craved it. It was so weird. And, like, now I know why. But, like, yeah. And another small instance is I remember... They were both, particularly, my father was, um, very rude to my, um, family, um, showed no gratitude, no, like, which I understand, but also I don't, like, uh, there was this one time that we all went to my appointment at Abilities Plus, and I was in my grandma's arms, and I started to hold on really tight when I saw them. And he wanted to take me because apparently I wanted him, even though obviously I did not. And my grandma's like, she she doesn't want to go with you. And he's like, she's my daughter. Like, what? And then would tell me all the time that 
my grandma wasn't my grandma. If I say grandma Lita, like, you know, stuff like that, which messes with the kid. And I would always, like, I don't know, one time... My little sister, England, we, when we took baths, we took them together. I was on the side, um, that the faucet was not, so the opposite side of the faucet. So I wouldn't hit my head because my birth mother did not want me hitting my head. And... <laughs> England was very jealous that I was on the side without the faucet and she got really mad at me and started and bit me <laughs> and bit me and like that's funny <laughs> like it hurt but it was funny and they were just like he was he I should say he because it was him. He was just like, don't tell your foster parents. And I'm like, okay. Did I listen? No. I told, I told my parents. And, and we, I think they all laughed about it. Like, <laughs> siblings fight. And so they found out that I told them. And so... As punishment, they ignored me the whole entire day. I wasn't allowed to play with toys. I wasn't allowed to talk. I I cannot wrap my mind around that. Like, that just... I don't know. And then also, like... Um, they would, I was allergic to milk. They would give me milk. I needed thickener. They, I should say more he because he was the one more in charge, of course. Um, but they both did it. Um, they wouldn't give me thickener and I needed thickener so I wouldn't die. And like, you know, stuff like that. But, like, one big core memory that I had that will never, ever, ever go away is, I don't remember, oh, yeah, okay, so I'm taking a nap with my little sister, I'm, like, how old am I, like, three, three and a half, four, and she, um, and they come, they get me out of bed, and they ask me, who do you like better, your foster parents or us? And I, like, was thinking in my head, like, do I lie and save them, even though, like, just to save face? Or apparently the silence told them what they needed to know in my birth father would just like get out of here blah 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 like so open the door so I got kicked out and it was raining and he even threw like my braces outside the door so I'm little going down the stairs and like confused and like getting my braces making sure nothing falls I'm like oh, oh on the like sidewalk 
where our driveway was, like, crying, yelling out for my caseworker, because I had no concept of, like, I'm in a different town, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. And so they come out with my little sister after the rain lets up, and they draw with chalk with her. And I remember, like, staring in the middle of the road, which isn't safe, but whatever. And I remember just thinking, like, what did I do wrong? Even though, like, I did nothing, nothing wrong. But, like, and then the neighbor called the police. The police were there and was just asking questions. And, like, I had it in my brain, like, do I tell them everything? And I didn't because I was scared. And, and after I... After that, it was like they loved on me. Like, whatever you want, we love you, blah, blah, blah. Here's some cheese. Like, that didn't happen. Gaslight, love bombing, and like, you know, and like, it just messed me up. So, whenever there's rain, it gets kind of depressing up in my head, but that's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine, but like, and then even after that, I had to go and visit, and the thing that finally, like, broke the candle back was, um, I had no memory of this, because my memory probably blocked it all out, but I guess I went on a visit and went to the fair with them, and I came home, and I had, like, a big bruise on my bottom. And my grandma just thought it was, like, from, like, a carousel ride or something. And then I told her my birth father hit me. I said, I said his name, but I'm not going to say their names. Um, my birth father hit me. And so they called DCSF and said and told them so they had like a worker come and like make record of everything and they interviewed me I still had that tape and I was just so tiny like teeny tiny like I have pictures from that video that I'll post on Instagram the picture I won't post the video just because that's a little bit too much but I was just so tiny and like so little and like it breaks my heart but then the course was like maybe we should take her give her to you guys so they basically told my birth father, either you give up your rights or you go to jail and we press charges. So he did the, he gave up his rights and I was adopted and that was the happiest day of my life. But also the saddest day 
And I didn't realize it at the time, but now looking back, like, I am so glad I was adopted. So glad. But it meant I could never see my sister again or until I'm 18. Or you know what I mean. Um, because they still let my sister um, reside residence with them because she was going to get adopted but then they were like no she doesn't need adopted it's fine anyway um i don't want to go into too much detail about her story because that's her story not my story but they moved to tennessee and let's say now my sister is in a safe place with a family, and my birth father's in jail. My birth mother is clean and doing well, and everything's good now. I'm in contact with my little sister. Shout out, England. Um, I love you so much. But I did blame myself for years that I had no contact of her because in my head I was like, I'm the older sibling, I'm supposed to protect her. And like, it's not my fault, like, you know? And that is the stuff that goes through not all people who are adopted, but most like it's so hard um but i'm just lucky um and grateful and all of that um yeah i just can't see how a parent would treat their child like that um and i used to put a lot of blame on my birth mother growing up but the more that I learn about domestic abuse and addiction even though it doesn't excuse it because but it's not as easy as it seems just to leave just to quit and get sober like it's not that easy addiction is a mental illness and it needs to be talked about like a mental illness instead of a crime because it is and it's just so heartbreaking and like I've forgiven her now um we're not in contact um yeah I'm not ready for that yet but you know maybe one day um my birth father I know never's a strong word, and I do never say never, but I will never forgive him. Um, I think, I think Taylor Swift once said a quote that went like, you don't have to forgive someone to move on, and I full-heartedly believe that, and I'm just, you know, that's just my experience. I don't know, maybe one day, but I, I don't think any of that can be forgiven. Um, yeah, I forgot to mention that the reason he hit me was because I 
had an accident because I wasn't potty trained because I was four years old. But, you know, that doesn't really, I don't, I don't know. Just the, the whole system in America needs to be, I don't know, needs to change. How? I don't know. But there's so many other kids who die in the foster system who get abused either if if that's from the biologic, biological parents or foster parents. There's just so many cracks in, in the foundation of the foster care system. And it's frightening because you have all these young adolescent children's hands on in, lives in your hands and it's scary it truly is scary and i hope my story can help someone out there um if they're being abused in the same way to know that's not okay um or like i don't know if a caseworker is hearing this um, to look out for the signs because I was lucky enough that my family taught me to tell them everything and I felt comfortable and safe telling them everything. And I'm lucky I had that because so many children don't. Um, but yeah, um, I will try to find resources for child abuse centers and like hotlines and stuff and put it either in the description of this podcast or in an instagram post but yeah um this one um is very near and dear to my heart and thank you for letting me have the outlet to share my story and yeah um i'm gonna cut it short today because i feel like it would be wrong to talk about like culture things or anything else in this episode um uh, but i do have exciting things coming for y'all and i just can't wait for them and yeah um if you want to follow this podcast on Instagram and TikTok, it's rollwithit.podcast. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Petra underscore Petty underscore 17. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed and learned a little bit more about me through this episode. And until next time, talk to you later. Bye.